Hello, and welcome to a riveting episode of Finding My Fit. Oh, I hadn't used that 40. word. Hey, you like that riveting? That was good. That was yeah. a clutch like word right there. I'm already riveted just Aren't by you? the, uh, yeah. you know, diction. That's the highlight of the episode. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm diction. Chrissy. I'm here with my good friend Victor and some dude named Mike. That's me. I'm the dude named Mike. <laughs> he just, we and can do a better answer for Mike. Offended, we can do, um, that's fine. <laughs> so I got you, Mike. Hold on. Um, he's handsome. He's oh, hungry. Okay. His head shines like the bottom of a polished spoon. She's pretty much nailed everything. Michael Bersky. <laughs> she nailed it all. She really did. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Although for future episodes, you know I prefer ruggedly handsome. Oh, that's true. <laughs> God damn it. It's all right. It's all uh, right. You're right, uh, Michael. Uh, uh. It was in the moment. It was in the it moment. Was it was pressured. spontaneous. It was pressured. delightful. That's why I'm not really coming down hard on you. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the forgiveness. Yo, the bottom of a polished spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. All right. That, that was a hell of a reach because nobody polishes spoons anymore. It so is, that was yeah, impressive. Right? That yeah, was it's, very been, impressive. it's been polished in someone's like cab China cabinet for, for years. years. Back when he actually had silverware. Is it so considered polished if it's been there for years and not been touched? That... Freshly polished 60 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which now thinking about it, we still call silverware silverware and it's, it's not even scam. silver anymore. It's, it's just wear. Yeah. It's just wear. It's wares. Can you hand me one of your wares, please? <laughs> um, uh, there's a lots of things that we do stuff like that, but anyway. Yeah, hi uh, guys. Hello. What's and, and, going yeah. on? How's everyone? Wonderful. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Everyone's we are good? moving forward. Yes, I am coming to the end of my seasons, which is oh exciting. My goodness. Oh. Slowing down a little bit. I can breathe. Yeah, it's now. like finally not a thousand degrees outside. Have you noticed? I have. I don't like it. Yeah, it's a. Wait, you like it a thousand degrees? Oh my god! Yeah. Me too. Also, only I like this time of year. But I just, I know the impending cold is coming and I hate that. Yeah. So it's like. We experienced that a little bit. Like your house feels too cold when you wake up on mornings like this. I know. Also, I went to get in the shower and I had to make it hotter than I've had to be doing recently. I don't like to have to think about putting on more clothes. I like less clothes. Less clothes. I. I, You like the cold, don't you? Not even the cold. Like. This weather, like cold, cold, no. Yeah, Who likes cold, cold? cold? Like, I know people, no. man. No, people like those that. Those people are psycho. Those people yeah. are so, psycho. Um, I harness the power of extreme weather, but I don't always like it. <laughs> but I like the like a little cooler in the air. Maybe it's because that was like I being a soccer player. That was like great. This soccer is my time. favorite. Like, this ride is around season. in the car with this the windows. Is, yeah, down a hoodie weather. Like yeah. I got. No, I, I love never it. ride around with my windows down. No, Michael. I just don't do it. Do you have a sunroof? That's what I do. I don't. Mm. I don't. Probably I burn tr- your little noggin if you didn't have sunroof, you know? It's probably true. Come right yeah. on down. You know I don't like to tan my head unevenly. Unevenly? So, you you look ridiculous. You know? I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. How, how, how do you tan your head unevenly? Hats, sunglasses, <laughs> sunroofs, <laughs> bandanas. Need, need I continue? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> just I feel, okay. Sometimes when he wears little bunny ears... That yeah. Also, he gets that line right across Absolutely. the line. Absolutely, I can't yeah. stand that. And sometimes, the depending the on where band. the sun's at, that, that bunny ear line will go down my neck. I can't <laughs> have that. Ridiculous. Um, okay, so on our riveting episode today, mm. we're going to discuss, we've talked about this a little bit, we're talking about the timing of meals, mainly like an early bird versus a night owl. Yeah. Also known as meal timing. Meal timing, Right, yes. the timing of meals, meal time. Meal timing. Right. Um, we talked about this a little bit, and like, 
I think at the end of it, we really come down to like, it doesn't really make a huge difference as far as like losing weight or gaining muscle or like, can you eat all your protein in the beginning of the day or the end of the day and all of that shit, um, which is generally true. But this kind of dives a little bit more into things that I kind of resonate with as a late night eater. Mm. Um, Cause it's, it's less about, are you leaving gains on the table or something like that? And more about your hunger and, right. and if you feel hungry and things like that. so And um, I would feel like schedule, right? Because not yeah. everybody's like, we all tend to be later night people in I'm general. I'm a late night person. And I've felt like, and I feel like Victor probably resonates with this a little bit too. I feel hungry at night. Yeah. I yeah. don't necessarily feel hungry during the day. And I don't know if I don't feel hungry during the day because I've always been this way. Or if maybe I would feel less hungry at night if I just forced myself to eat earlier in the day. After doing this research, it's like making me want to try different eating schedules. Oh, wow. And I, and I think it's it's worth it to play around with things just to kind of see what you resonate with more. But I also find that come evening time, you're usually in one place longer than you are throughout the yeah, day. I don't know. So if you're, <laughs> if you're productive, for, for me personally, what I found with other people is, is if you're productive or moving about your, your day, you think about food less. Yeah, it's so But when true. you're home... At sitting night, on the couch, sitting on the watching couch, the watching TV, which is again, that's fine. Yeah. I find I'm more snackish at that I'm point. I'm so snackish. I feel like I have the opposite <clears throat> effect because, like, during the day, I don't want to do nothing. All I want to do is sit on the couch. Like, I, I do have to do things because, like, right. the rest of the world functions during the day. Yeah, <laughs> but so like, dumb. come evening, nighttime, I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, I, I went on a, a trip with my buddy, a songwriting trip. I think I've talked about it before, but he is a date. Uh, he's a normal human being and right. functions during the day. <laughs> Um, and so during the day he'd be like, Hey, let's write. And I would like do stuff. We would write. And then like 10 o'clock would hit 10 PM. And I'd be like, all right, let's go. Let's like, I think I have this idea. And he's like, are you serious? He's like, bro, I was about to crash. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? He, and it happened every night. I didn't even realize it until like the third day he was like, bro, why do you keep doing? I was like, I don't know, man. That's just when like, I was just talking to Aaron about this Yeah, and I feel like we're way I mean, it depends. During the day, like, we have to do things. Obviously, like you said, like, that's when the world functions. And so we obviously do things during the day. We have to do, you know, our shopping for the bar during the day. That's the time the fucking stores are open. But at night, man, we get, like, really into whatever projects we're doing. And we make a lot of progress at the stupidest hours of the evening, you know? So it's, like, uh, really frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think the, the principle still applies for you, Victor, on that no, like you just sort of come alive and start being productive. Yeah, he's so a hell of a night More owl. likely to kind of think less about food when you're being productive. And so I think that's productivity true, yeah. drives success. Do you um, feel hungry at night though, Victor? Well, that's what I was going to say is, so like I get more, but I'm still like want to eat yeah. then. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm just hungry all the time. Bro, can relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like different levels of hungry. Like I could always eat something. That's how I feel like right. every moment of the day. Every moment I'm of the day s- is me forcing myself not to not eat. To so eat I, I feel you. Yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm, <laughs> yes and no. Like, so I've been trying to stay ahead of that feeling of like really hungry yeah. where I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. Let me eat appropriately and smart right now and right. really eat something good. Like, to fill myself because then I don't think about it and then I'm not hungry for like a couple hours and I don't like but like I've noticed if I do not start off with a really big breakfast I don't want to call it breakfast even because it's your first meal of the day yeah but you're breaking your fast so that is your breakfast and that's okay it doesn't have have, have like a different it can be whenever you want but I I was saying for the state of like talking to explaining to people it's not like 8am I have to have breakfast like I'm awake usually by yeah. 8 a.m. because with the kids and stuff, but I don't. I try not to eat right then, uh, even though I could. 
I, I, I'm not super hungry, but I'll wait. And then my first meal needs to be something that's high protein and substantial. Yeah. I've tried to just be like, well, I'm going to save my calories for the rest of the day because I know I have this going on. And I don't eat a big meal or I'll eat like just a protein bar. And then by the end of the time, by the, like, the next meal, I'm just like super hungry. See, that's, that's a good point. So that's going to fit into what we're talking about for yeah. sure yeah. because it, it is about – a little bit about eating earlier in the day. So Aaron wakes up hungry, which is weird to me. I've like never woken up hungry, but you know what? He's not freaking hungry at night. Right. You know, he's not like wanting to eat all of the things at night. I think he does snack a little. He's broken. Just be, I know. He's like a little <laughs> robot. I think he snacks some because I'm snacking constantly, right. yeah. especially at night, you know? And that's like hard when you live with it's someone. It's hard to pass like, on him when the snack dude, shows up. Dude, yeah. yeah. Even it's, if you're not particularly driven towards it. No. So you can you're more really of a put snacker than like a meal. Like I want to eat a meal. Like when I'm like I I don't yeah I don't I, I just want to be filled so yeah I don't I have less interest in t- little snacks throughout because when I sit down to have something it has to be somewhat substantial otherwise what the hell did I just do yeah that's in how which I feel. case I'll start seeking out more little snacks that have then added up to a big ass meal yeah. yes agreed yeah I generally eat like a very reasonably sized meal at night and then I just want to eat a bunch of snacks after that <laughs> but like so are you. What do you feel like you're chasing? Are you like chasing a, like a certain flavor at night? Like, so you just want a snack because you just like to like it's the mouth feel. Yeah, I think I really just like to put. That's why, so I, that's why I've told you before that I have like little snack packs of things. So I have like animal crackers in like a tiny little bag. You know, like does that. chewing yeah. gum do it for you? Ugh, no. <laughs> I mean, you don't gotta be all rude about it. Yeah, but like, yeah, I have like animal crackers, or I'll eat like Ritz bits. I have like little yeah. bags of Ritz, like little bags of things that are pre-portioned, so I cannot eat tons of them, and I don't let myself have more than one a day, right? So it's like right. if I've had animal crackers that day, that's it. It's the only animal all cracker right. bag you're having that and day, I, I unless think, it's that time of the month, and there's no rules. And, and a lot, <laughs> there's no rules. <laughs> and a lot of people will kind of start to look at this behavior I've, I've found when it comes to accounting for calories or portioning things out or meal prepping as obsessive behavior, and to a certain extent. Sure, you could you could probably categorize it under somewhat obsessive, but it's obsessive leaning towards good habits and overall health, yeah. as opposed to the people who are generally passing that judgment, who tend to be overweight or not on routine and tend to just be more judgmental in general. So I, I would rather have the slightly obsessive behavior to kind of figure out what's going to make me more balanced and healthier long term, as opposed to dig into, no, I have to just do it by intuiting, and, and I don't need a schedule, and I just... We're, we're creatures of habit and routine, and when you hop off of those routines or you just don't have rules, you're going to find way more often you're slipping into the side of doing things that are just not going to make you happy long term. I feel like it's yeah. really easy to obsess over something that you have to do every single day, like eating. Like it's required <laughs> like for survival. Eating. Right. <laughs> so like how do you not obsess over like food needs to come into my body, and I like flavors. I mean, that's a good point. Like, like it, instinctively, yeah. like you look at any animal out there, they are just driven by by food and procreation. Yeah. And I don't think we're much different in in terms nope, that we can nope, just we can just different. think about those things a little bit more deeply. Yeah. But but you're right. So I don't think I can think about those things any more than I currently <laughs> do. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you guys a question. What are the last two times that you ate, Michael? The last two meals that you ate, what time were they? I have never eaten Michael. <laughs> <laughs> First time for everything. <laughs> um, I ended up having an early dinner last night, probably around 6.30 or 7. Uh-huh. But then after that, I ended up giving into the snacking thing, in which case I ate a whole other meal anyways. Yep. So the last two things I ate were, were last night. And you I didn't have up, breakfast today? No, I, I, had, I ate breakfast probably around 
I eat breakfast anywhere between 10 and noon. And I Did pretty much have the same the thing. Question? I got my four eggs <laughs> on, a, on a bagel with provolone and balsamic glaze. which is So you have fantastic. not eaten breakfast today? Today, no. No. Okay, hurry. So your last two meals were snacky snackies last night. That sounds like me. Big snackies. And yeah, it was, it was a <laughs> big it was, it was a pound and a half of the vanilla carb master Jesus. with like two and a half servings of cinnamon toast crunch. And mm-hmm. then I sprinkled in the uh, little tiny chocolate chips mm-hmm. into that mix. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't really a snack. That was a whole ass meal. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, it yeah, ended yeah. up being my snack, quote unquote snack, was a whole ass other meal. See, I do that in pieces. <laughs> I ate lots of little snacks that add up to a giant meal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I should probably just eat that, though, because that was at least protein friendly. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I tossed that on top of uh, like a whole smorgasbord of uh, <clears throat> the, the chicken nuggets that are like Chick-fil-A knockoffs from Sam's yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and dip those in ranch. So I had two full-ass meals at that point. Sounds but on the same note, I'll let myself go a little bit overboard. I tend to do that on workout days because my workout days are big-ass workout days. And I'm only working out lifting three days a week as of right now. Um, and so my off days, I tend to go lower calories. So I'm eating anywhere between 16 to 1800 calories, say on today, right. where I will get a little conditioning. I make sure my steps are, are up. So I don't feel too bad about yesterday, even though I should have been a little more on track mentally to get myself back where, where the leanest I want to be. Yeah. But you're um, also in a cut pr- currently. Base, kind of. Yeah. I, I'm doing a mostly cut, <laughs> semi-muscle build for like the days that I'm overeating kind of thing. So it's just, it's a weird thing. And I go real high protein pretty much on, on most days. So while, while it's more difficult to, like we've talked about, to do um, uh, a body recomp, you know, the longer you've been training. And, and especially if I've got four out of seven days are cutting, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to actually put on muscle consistently. I'm just not stressing too much about that. As long yeah. as my weight is consistently going down a little bit one week to the next, I'm pretty content. And if I manage to put on a little bit of muscle during that time, cool. 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 Absolutely cool. cool. All right, Victor, what about you? When's the last two meals you had? I did not eat anything yet today. Heard. Um, specifically because of what I just said, I have been doing like this, like a bar or something mm-hmm. snack-wise or yeah. – and then trying to like use that to hold me off so I can save the rest for later, quote unquote. And I don't find myself very successful with that right. consistently. Occasionally, like that works. That works out, yeah. Yeah, but not consistently. So I waited. So after we record the pod, I plan on making myself a big meal that will hold me over for way longer. And then I'm like, set. I feel like when I do that, I'm like set up for the whole day. Like I'm not as hungry all day long yeah, then. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're gonna get into that, and you're gonna find how right you are. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something to that. <laughs> there oh, is. Hey. There is a little something to that, and I don't want anybody to be like it's like a make or break huge yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a very small piece of a potential puzzle here, but. Um, Right. Okay. You, you actually even preloaded that because so, yeah. overall the whole like the initial statement is, is true. When it comes to actual fat loss and, and muscle gain, your meal timing is not going to make the biggest, biggest difference. difference yeah. It really I mean, there are some some yeah, factors in there that will give you that extra few percent yeah. if you do yeah. things a specific way. However, it's going to come down to that kind of personal preference of yeah. what really drives you and helps you. Yeah. For me, I feel like that's a big deal, though. Like I because I've been playing with it for like over a year now, almost yeah. two years now yeah. I've been playing with it and trying to figure it out. So, but the last, to answer your question. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the answer to my question? No, I was going to say, but to answer your question, <laughs> the last two uh, things that I ate yesterday, I'm so bad at remembering what Victor, I ate. Victor, what were the last two things you ate? Go. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Don't think, just speak. Um, <laughs> just, oh, uh, last night I had a Fit Crunch bar. I just tried the strawberry strudel. It's good, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. The strawberry strudel Fit Crunch bar. I had one last night. Uh, and prior to that, I 
I ate the rest of my children's Wendy's. It was a soccer <laughs> nice. night. And uh, well, I tried to make I tried to make snacks for them and I was well, I'm, dinner. It's so hard. We have soccer yeah. and literally soccer it goes right from school. We can if I run home, we have we we get home, we change, we go and we go right over. There's like no time at all. So, I took And they're clo- both playing? No. Okay. Yes, they're both playing soccer. Okay, okay. okay. But Casey's practice is on Monday. Oh, Aurora's wow. is on Tuesday and Thursday. And then we, they both have games on Saturday. Oh, my God. Can't you just put them on a co-ed team? <laughs> we Can could, we, but the they're <laughs> way different in ages. Um, so it, we're, we're there at the field four days a week. And Jeez. for the practice days, it's right after school. So they, they don't get out. We don't get home from school till about 4, 4, 5, about 4.15. And practice at 5.30. So we have to leave by 5.00. So we have 45 minutes to like do everything if we come home. God, so what I started and like you have to get them to do it in yes, a small right. amount of time. Yes, and they're four and seven. Yeah, they're four and seven. So they're they're not cooperating. With no. You ever watch young kids run around a soccer field? I know because I was one of them. It's just a big group that runs around in a mob. Yeah, all over the field. There's, no, there's no positions for the four-year-old. That's for what the I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure starting. she's that's doing where, much That's where she's that. getting to all that stuff. But anyway, but like so. I tried taking food with us and I tried, I took all of her stuff to change so that we had time and it actually worked out great except for the fact that I tried to be good about the food that they like, cause I was like, what can they eat in the car in their hands? And I was at and Sam's. And not make a mess. They found, I found street tacos. Little, uh, La Banderita makes these uh, little street tacos of 20 calories a taco, uh, a tortilla. Um, and it was two grams of protein for 20 Calories of a tortilla, and they're little tortillas. Okay. Cal- so I, I thought you said twenty dollars per tortilla for some reason. Twenty Did I just calories. Hear that? All right. Twenty <laughs> calories. Did I just hear that? <laughs> they must be really good. <laughs> they must be so really delicious. Good. <laughs> uh, they're twenty calories per little tortilla. So I got those, and I got a uh, turkey breast, oven roasted turkey breast. Sliced that up real thin. Threw that in there. Oh, that's cute. And the error of my ways came oh, no. from I was on the phone with my buddy while I was making all this food. And I just grabbed the cheese that we had, and I didn't look at it or check oh, it. Oh, no. And it was like, I don't think the cheese was good anymore. It was slices of provolone, and I just threw a slice of provolone. And they were like, I don't like these. And then I took one, and I was like, here, give me. I'll eat your cheese. And I ate them up. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Like, I don't like these either. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they liked the idea but of hey, the small tortillas. But that's a cute idea. Yeah. I like and they that. Were little idea. It's that a they Victor were culinary to... concoction, everyone. There you and go. <laughs> So, but and at, le- at least they had the uh, chicken breast at Wendy's for you to lean on. Uh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> so, anyway, my, that, my story twice. was they didn't want to eat those. And so that's why after soccer, then they were like, we're all still hungry. So I was like, I can't imagine why zone. I just starved you on accident. Yeah, yeah, they're like, abusive father. We didn't get fed. We'd oh, like a little just, Wendy's. We just put an hour of activity out and I didn't feed you. So okay. we went to Wendy's. They each got a burger. They each ate about half of it. So I ate an entire burger. Can you imagine getting a burger and eating half of it? No, no, What is that like? I don't give a shit how big that burger is. That is the one thing that I've really tried hard about teaching my kids is I was always, you have to finish all your food. I make them eat. I do do that, not make them finish, but I do make them eat more when I'm like, you did not eat anything. Yeah, you didn't eat anything. You have to eat something. So here. And then I try to make them be at least protein conscious. Good. So they understand the protein, but I'll be like, I don't care if you eat the brol, but you have to eat more of the meat. Meat. You have to take three more bites of the meat. I think that's great. And so we do that. But like yesterday they ate and they were like, we're full. I was like, that's cool. cool. You ate a, some of that turkey earlier. You ate half this burger now. Yeah. That's on cool. the same note, to too, it's, it's a burger. It's a very so calorie like, dense burger. They got well, enough calories. It's not just yeah. that. Like, burgers <laughs> yeah, are totally. delicious. Yeah, so, if so your good. child is telling you that they're full, they're probably fucking full. But they're, they're delicious not. to you. This is another thing. They're delicious to you and me and Chrissy. And me also. Your kids yeah. don't think burgers are delicious? They, my daughter is not a huge fan of burgers. Oh, my God. 
She's the weirdest child. When so she is kind of weird. It's burgers yeah. and chocolate. <laughs> yeah, she's What's out next? No. She's out on that. Uh, she, <laughs> she is adorable. She All is right? absolutely so she's got adorable. That going she makes for, but up she's for very weird food adorableness. But, right. But she also is obsessed with pastas. She Same loves pasta. Girl. Oh, okay. Same. She Casey, just she just came back in, in my eyeballs because I'm Italian. So yeah. I'm about the she knew world. the way to your heart, Casey, Michael. He's like out on pasta. What? He does not does he enjoy like pasta. He's not a big bread guy. He's not a big what? carb guy. He really enjoys meat though. Oh and my. he'll eat wow. the crap out of some turkey or something. Like he like okay. really right. enjoys that. He a likes meat man. He likes jello. She doesn't like jello. I kind of hate jello. I feel that. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's, it's what so, is jello? I found like the sugar-free yeah. jello is one of those things that I've I've leaned on before just for in between meals. It's like 15 calories per cup. It's Yo, just uh, make it with know, weird. <laughs> you make it with the uh, with the clear whey protein. I didn't even think about that. We've done that for the kids. Oh, my God. Well, that makes it more it. interesting. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jello with the clear whey protein. Oh, my God, Victor. Yeah, good stuff. Very you smart. just blew my damn mind. <laughs> so mind. Look at yeah. it. It's blown. And especially because, especially Victor's for you. Victor's culinary concoctions. Yeah. <laughs> especially for you with the mouthfeel. Like, yeah. for me, Jello, you, like, feel like you're eating. And if you use yeah. the Correct. really little yeah. cow with the, the protein, like, you feel like you're eating. And you're a little full after it. Because Ooh, what if we mix little meat chunks in with the Jello Ooh, so you can Michael. chew? I'm kidding. I'm out. I'm out on that. Maybe a little shrimp. Little chunks of huh? shrimp. <laughs> shrimp, shrimp. <laughs> fruit would be nice. Maybe a little piece of fruit. All right, fine. Right, fruit could be fine. Well, uh, no, uh, you're fine. You're totally fine. We literally so. just went down the list of your children's foods. We yeah. did. So anyway. So, but anyway, those are the last two things that I ate. The last two things that I ate was, some left, was the rest of their Wendy's and then a uh, Fit, Fit Crunch bar. bar. Okay. Yeah. So my next follow-up question is, does anyone here eat at consistent times generally? Like, yeah, I know that I, I suck at that, and I think Victor sucks at that, but I think Mike is actually pretty good at that. I do, yeah. Do you schedule it on purpose? Like, do you like have a timer that's like, oh, gotta eat now? No, like, I, are I, you that I've guy? Found that I have somewhat of a morning routine that sort of ends somewhere between uh, eleven and twelve, and yeah, then so the first like thing I do after room. working out and moving and, and whatever is I go eat, and then th- this is another big thing that I do um, that sort of caps off my eating for at least a few hours. At that point, is I will go through my entire, you know. We're gonna say oral routine, but I'll floss, I'll brush, I'll rinse. So like that kind of puts a cap on eating. That's I don't want to eat a fucking thing after I've just done all of that mouth care. At that mouth point. care, mouth <laughs> care is what we're gonna call that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good call. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to drink any colored beverages at that point. Yeah. Do I don't want the feel taste of food. Like you are more on schedule because it's an overcompensation knowing you have ADHD. N- no, so I, th- I, I don't think it's really an overcompensation. To... I think it's just a compensation. I know. I mean, that, oh, I know maybe that over I... is not yeah. the. I'm saying over because for me, being on a schedule like that sounds awful. But I understand why people do that. And I, I think probably it would be, be better for us too. if we 100%. were on one. Yeah. I think the but ru- it sounds awful, which is why yeah. I don't do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think the routine uh-huh. aids me in that, but I also know that that I need to like I get up and and. I'll have some coffee, and the first thing I do is I go walk the dogs because they need to get out. Yeah. So I'll walk the dogs, and that's that's you know just under two miles already from my start. Now my Bro, body's warm. Bro, your dogs are little. The walk from the back of your house to the front door is probably far uh, enough. I walk for that Teddy, dog. and I walk Becky. I'm and just she's saying, a medium oh. sized dog. All right, she's a true. medium sized dog. <laughs> does she end up riding? And does she Teddy don't end need up no riding man. Becky no. by the end Actually, because no, his Teddy's, legs Teddy's are tired. A champ. Yeah. Teddy will walk really really far, but only with his dad. Correct. If I try to walk Teddy, he will go as far as the baseball fields, which he is like turn back. not yeah. very far at all. And then he will not keep going and I have to carry him. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, he's my little cub. And, and I'm like, oh. So I'll, I'll walk them. Now I'm warm. So I'll come back in and then I'll lift. 
the, the three days a week that I'm doing that. If, if I'm not lifting, then I'll hop on the treadmill and either do, you know, an incline walk or, or shoulders and abs or something like that. But my movement happens the first part of the day. Once my movement's done, now I need to eat. So it just sort of works out that, yeah, he's that that's my morning schedule. routine. And uh, I think that as annoying as a schedule is, Victor, because I fucking hear you, <laughs> I think it really does help. Like, I feel like when I was a kid, I never really had breakfast. We just weren't really a big breakfast family. But, you know, you ate lunch at the same fucking time yeah. every single day at school because you were forced yeah, yeah. to. When you got home, you probably ate again because it was, like, the right time. And it was, like, then you had dinner. Generally, it was served to me. You know, someone was yep. making dinner. And it was, like, I was way more consistent. I wasn't snacking all the damn time, you know, because know, you were on a schedule. I being responsible for myself is it's so, so awful. annoying. <laughs> it's so, so annoying. annoying. Um, but I ask that because... I think, yeah, I think having a schedule kind of plays a big, a big part It does, part and that's, that's actually going to play into the, the topic next week as, as well, is yeah. those kind of quote-unquote force routines. Yep. So it's way easier to stay on track if you are in a, a quote-unquote force routine. Okay. Um, Don't go too much into I'm the not, I'm not. you got to keep <laughs> it yeah. for next yeah. week, man. Easy does so the, the timing. Just the teaser. The timing just at that the point tip. makes it, just it, tip, it comes baby. easy. Just but tip. I think we, we can all benefit from that for sure. I mean, it, it's definitely helped me. If I don't have something that I know is on a, sort of a checklist, then I'm, I'm just firing on all cylinders, but each one of those cylinders is in a different vehicle. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then I don't do anything. Correct. Yeah, it's not good. I've been doing that a lot lately. I hurt myself. Like There's a kitten in my gym. Like Everything is not working in the way that I would like it mm -hmm. to go, and I'm just struggling. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, okay, so the uh, idea for this topic came from uh, the guys from Stronger by Science, which if you do not follow them, you should. They're the shit. They do a really good job of giving you really short, concise, um, I guess, overviews of... Who, um, who are the, the guys on they're that? The, guy, the Stronger by Science are the guys that also do mass, which is the Making oh, Applications that's, that's, of that's Science that's Eric Helms simple. and yes. uh, the other guy. Yeah, I follow um, them too. So I really want to get a subscription to mass. It's kind of expensive, so I'm waiting for it to go on sale because it is okay. like... It's kind, of, it's kind of expensive. I have uh, Alan Aragon's review, which is, I think, $9, $9 or $10 a month. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they do I, I they do a good job of like sending you, you know, a, if you had masks, like that's even better because they like really do a bunch of, they deep dive into peer-reviewed actual yes. studies that are like kind of really boring and really scientific and then they regurgitate that into like a more digestible. Those, those are pretty much the only document. guys that uh, and girls that I follow, the, the people right. that do that. So you know you're getting exposed to the, the latest science. And I think that where that tends to get confusing is a couple of people I follow will just put out something that seems... Contra, you know, uh, contrary to what they posted the last week, and mm -hmm. that's what led me to eventually we we talked about where it doesn't matter for some things where it it, it might be that extra one or two percent, and science has shown that, but that doesn't mean it it applies to the average individual, even the intermediate to advanced on on a particular front. All that stuff's going to apply to that extra few percent that puts you at the your your peak ability at that point where you need to get the foundation prior to ever seeking out the extra, you know, few percent. Yeah. So like this kind of falls on that same line. Yeah. There. Um, so the, the name of their, their overview was does late night eating disrupt metabolism? And they studied two different um, peer reviewed studies. One is the late isocaloric eating increases hunger, decreases energy expenditure and modifies metabolic pathways in adults with overweight and obesity. They say with overweight, which is weird. Mm. But I guess that's like the way you say oh, that. Overweight and obesity are two different things, though, too. So I know. I just don't like the way it's the word well, I get seems that. weird. <laughs> um, so that is one of the studies. Now, you see how that sounds real boring? Yeah, it does. Explain yeah. isocaloric. You explain isocaloric. <laughs> I'll let you carry on with what you're <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The other one is called timing of daily calorie loading effects. Uh, wait, timing of daily calorie loading effects appetite and hunger responses about changes in the energy metabolism and healthy subjects with obesity. Those are the two names. Oh, exactly. I have no idea what you just said. They're like the two names of these super in-depth studies, and I would never probably read them, but these guys dive into those studies and then take the important parts out and give them to you right. in a more So did you get an way. abstract for either of those? I don't have it printed. <laughs> I just skimmed them. Well, and, and so what did you come up with? Like, what was the overall... So I'm going to get into it. That's oh, what the whole bad, episode's about. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here, Michael. Wait, start over. I can do this better. Um, <laughs> I can do this better. I can be better. Um, okay, so for the first study, they looked at uh, eating earlier in the day. So they had some test subjects that were start eating at uh, 8 a.m., noon, and 4 p.m. And um, then they had... Other, the other half of them were eating later. I don't remember if I wrote down the times, but they were not eating so early. I would so assume early. probably 12, 4, and 8. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'll have to pull it back up. But. So they had them do that. They're eating. So they split them up into two groups. Into two One groups. of them that was early-based eating and later-based eating mm-hmm. the day. And what was their goal out of that? So they were trying to see a few things. So they did want to see, like, were people losing weight more and stuff like that. Really, they checked a lot we're of things. They're checking offense on, yeah. on metabolic <laughs> um, rate. But, but really, what they really did was to see um, how it affects the way people really felt. So they noticed that people's okay. wake time energy was down by 5% when they had late-scheduled eating. So it's How not. How do you judge somebody's yeah, exactly. wake time energy? It's it, probably going to be perceived uh, fatigue and yeah, such. Yeah, so that you know, and it's feel like and at 5%. the end of the day, that's probably like five, 5% is sixty to seventy total calories, maybe less burned per day because you have like less energy. Right. But it's like nothing that's super interesting, but still a little bit interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And they also noticed that late eating decreased the body temperature slightly, so they possibly could have less metabolic burn. That's kind of how they like determine metabolic burn is based off of body heat. Because your your core temperature drops when you get into deep sleep too. So you would want that in order to sleep better, I would think. Yeah, I I don't know if it's just when they're sleeping or really throughout the day, but I think that's kind of interesting because I'm like like a, I don't know how much that applies to like being a cold person, but like as a very cold person, I'm like, am I, what am I, am I missing out on something here? <laughs> <laughs> like, could I have more calorie burn if I was just like a hotter person in general? Should I be keeping the house hot? Should I be taking more hot baths, Michael? I don't know. <laughs> See, I would feel like that would, like, I feel like that would be almost opposite because that means your body's working harder to keep you warmer. So if you have a lower core temp, yeah. shouldn't your body be working harder to raise that to temperature? To raise it up? I don't not know. if it accepts I guess that not if it's just like normal. okay with being yeah. cold. Yeah, it's not like my body's <laughs> trying to heat me up. It's a terrible job. <laughs> um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Did, uh, did they have any, any exercise routines during the day at all mixed in with that? Was it pure diet? I think it was pure diet. I don't okay. remember anything, reading anything about See, exercise. So, so that I, I don't like. I mean, I guess they're, they're trying to, to really single out this, this one zone, but if you take something like that and in, include frequent movement throughout the day, I wonder how that would affect the overall temp. I wondered a lot of things, actually, I was reading this, because yeah. I was like, man, I wonder if and, that and would make yeah, a difference. And this is the pitfall with, with the studies. Exactly, and it's yeah. so hard to have a perfect study when people are so complex as it is. In order to have like a, a really, really good outcome study for, for one way or the other, is you need to have people in a lab you need to be responsible for all the food they're taking yeah you need to schedule the appropriate movement so you know exactly how much movement they're getting for a given day right, and their food has to be like based on like their metal 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 
Basal metabolic rate. Thank you, Michael. Basal metabolic rate. Yeah, right? Like you can't just feed them all the same amount of calories. Like you're going to. So you'd you'd have to find out what people's maintenance is and probably just feed the maintenance if you're not looking to do any kind of a fat loss or muscle gain study. There's so many factors that can really just sort of fuck up a a, a study when it comes to giving pure, pure results. Yeah, I feel like there's just like no way to make a perfect study. Well, there is, but the. the, And I think that's why they use animals a lot. I mean, we're not perfect human beings because even. Your body, if we do, if we did all those things that we just said, you are going to react a little bit different than yeah. I'm going to react, than that person's going to react. You can get an overall idea, but I you don't think it's ever... You can get pretty close. I, I yeah. guess perfection is, I, is I the wrong thing. I think that's why, like, lab, lab, lab rats are, are something that's... They're all generally the same size, you know? Yeah. Like, you really, really can control their environment. You can control what they eat. They're like, mostly wired the same. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like it makes it, you know, granted, we're not rats. So it also, yeah, just the really day. doesn't apply physiologically <laughs> yeah. to us, and that's why anytime people are quoting animal studies, I'm just... Very, very skeptic, Mm -hmm. especially if it's somebody trying to sell your product. Yeah, where they've like, you know, gut loaded these rats with like some insane amount of something. And you're like, okay, well. (laughs) Yeah, the, 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 I brought this up before the high lomic acid content of, of, you know, rodent stomachs. They, they crystallize under certain, you know, uh, certain intakes of things. And ours just don't do that. So it just, it doesn't really apply. Um, so this is the most interesting thing that they talked about is that late night eating changed uh, multiple appetite related hormones, ghrelin and leptin, yep. particularly. Which um, are what? Those are the ones that make you feel hungry. Which ones? Ghrelin. Correct. Ghrelin's and what does leptin a real do? Dick. I don't know what's leptin. It's the do? opposite. Oh, so he that's makes gonna me feel tell you that hungry? you are satiated. Oh, you're I not need more hungry. leptin. Yep. We all need Make a shot of leptin lives. straight to yeah, the heart. So could you do that? Yeah, can I get fake leptin, Mike? Yeah. I don't know if they have synthetic leptin or not. I haven't shit, seen I've been anything that ab- shit all day. Yeah, I haven't shit, seen anything about, in my coffee, about that. Um, usually, the studies are on just how to elevate your own leptin and lower ghrelin and things like that. And the lower body fat percentage you are, and the more longer you're in a calorie deficit, the lower your leptin levels, um, higher your ghrelin. And once you are back to eating at maintenance, the leptin levels will come up pretty quickly. Interesting. Um, so. It said they said that it took the subjective hunger of these people. And granted, this is subjective. Subjective, but um, from like ten percent to twenty percent. Okay. So like that's kind of significant. I mean, I, me. I find What's up? you got fake leptin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear what you just said because <laughs> I looked up leptin. There is leptin supplements apparently that you can There's buy. Supplements for that everything. Sounds, that sounds Don't fake. Buy them. But I'm just Did saying the, the first rats? thing that popped up. <laughs> yeah. It's leptin. Leptin. They, yeah, they have testosterone supplements too, and those don't work. So. Leptin yeah, am I buying this at a gas station? What's it called? Do they work for <laughs> obesity? Yeah, what was that I don't know. Hmm. There would be a funny leptin gas station oh my goodness, name for yeah. sure. It would be Lower good. your hunger levels with leptin. Leptin. Supplement. Um, yeah, my, uh, Victor, I said it. It says the subjective hunger level of the test subjects went from 10 to 20%. Now, I, I do find if I eat late at night, I'm pretty much starving first thing in the morning when I wake up. Weird. Yeah. If you eat late at night? Correct. See, and I feel like I've heard people say that before, and I don't know if I relate to that because I'm never hungry in the morning, and I always eat late at night. Yeah, so on, it on, on my what biggest, I eat on That's my true. biggest eating days where I'm I'm not eating well and I'm definitely in a calorie surplus. That next morning, I'm I'm starving. It depends what. Yeah, I Yeah, it's eat. probably because you ate a bunch of not fulfilling Correct. things. Yeah. If I've had yeah. a day that I've eaten great and I'm like way under calories, like if I'm doing maintenance for today mm-hmm. and I have 2,500 calories to work with and for 1,600 calories I ate all day and I felt great and I just had a really great day and I'm like, I'm doing pretty good. Instead of just letting that rest and doing good that day, I'm like, I've got all these spare <laughs> calories. Let me eat 
a thousand calories worth of junk food, like a big bowl of ice cream yep. or do. Mm. And if I do that, where I really like get after it for that eating that night, the next day I am feel like I can't eat enough. Like I just can't. Yeah, that's interesting, and that it kicks up the hunger yeah. drive. And I don't know if that has some play with with insulin levels because you take in a bunch of junk food where your sc- sugar oh, is skyrocketing. Your insulin levels are going to skyrocket too. And I don't know how long it takes to to for that to to drop back down to. Well, I guess, well, shit. It it a well rounded meal can take up to like seven to ten hours to to fully digest. So your insulin levels are going to be somewhat elevated up until probably everything's digested and so shuttled off to where day, it needs to be. Yeah. So if you're taking in a bunch of shit right towards the end of the night, um, you know, your your waking levels of of uh, shit, what's it called? Cortisol, which is supposed to get you spiked up and running and alert. Um, insulin levels may have just dropped not long before you've woken up, and you know, it, it could be driving some hunger signals. At yeah, because it's super either carb heavy. Like, what's really been brutal when we're busy is like when we have sitters and stuff with the kids. That we order pizza, mm-hmm. yeah. so there's pizza just chilling here. And I get home from a gig, I've eaten for the day, or and I'm, there's just pizza. That's the other thing that gets me. Then the next day, I'd like down a couple slices of pizza, yeah. and then the next morning, I'm like, I'm like hungry. So it, like, if I'm high carb, high sugar, whatever, right before I go to sleep, um, well, that's, I'm that's also starving. high fat though with the, with the cheese, and that's going to be more calorically dense. It's going to take longer yes. to break down. You've got a, a decently well-rounded mix of protein, carbs, and fat there, and sodium, too. But I'm just saying, that's what usually the next morning... That, yeah. But if I ate really good and let it rest, the next day, I'm like not even close. Like I'll get through half of my day and be like, oh, shit, I didn't eat yet. I made some pretty good... I'm not going to give you the recipe of it today. I'll give it to you next week, probably. Yeah, but yeah. Um, of a, a pretty macro-friendly pizza recipe that... Okay. Um, it was really filling. I mean, like I could not eat more than two slices of this pizza. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I will. Well, I like that. Yeah, I'll clue you guys in on that next week. No. But um, now there, there are studies too that show that that carb intake will increase serotonin levels. So having some carbs, decent carbs, before you go to bed—not right before you go to bed, but in the evening—can uh-huh. actually aid sleep. Hmm. So I think it really oh, comes down to whether or not you are gorging at that point, whether you're in a calorie surplus, whether yeah. you had a mix of just kind of quote unquote shittier foods right before you go to bed that that could disrupt things. But having say some fruit or you know a, a decently nutritious snack towards the end that has a, a decent little carb load can actually help you sleep. Fascinating. Oh, I don't know that. So here's that idea of leptin. I'm, according to WebMD, getting back to that where we were talking, just to put I a cap Web on MD. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. just stating <laughs> according Web to WebMD. MD. Leptin isn't a vitamin or mineral. You cannot absorb it from a pill. In right. fact, leptin supplements, quote unquote leptin supplements, right. don't actually contain leptin. Oh. Nope, if none they of those did, supplements your stomach would simply digest them before they could have any effect on your body. Yeah, but that's that's an Rats. obvious statement, though, because like your your testosterone supplements don't have testosterone in them. They're supposed to have ingredients that that naturally Boost. make your body elevate those things. So it's the same going to be the same thing with leptin. You're going to take in a supplement that supposedly helps elevate your your leptin levels, which just you know the the science isn't there for that. Yeah, that's what they're basically saying. That'd be really cool, though. That would be so awesome. <laughs> I'm going to just live in fantasy land about that. Pretend, I mean, you could just believe that they work, and sometimes believing well, I mean, that's, something uh, works. We, we covered that's all like the semaglutide pills, yeah. stuff, too. It's, just, it's the same thing. It's just it's an appetite suppressant, so that's a similar effect to elevating your leptin levels. Now you have an appetite suppressant effect. I have a buddy who is on a Zempic right now, Yep, and she, like, is really not hungry. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, it I really, mean, like, she really it. struggles to even, like, eat at all. 
And I, I think I'd, I'd read something about like how the, the delayed stomach emptying from like semaglutide and it takes a little while for that to even come back once you're off of that, but that's hunger levels rising during that, that time too. So it's, it's, and again, we touched on this before as well, but having your, your routines and things in place prior to going off of that is crucial yeah, because you've learned nothing if you just have less of an appetite. I went over that with her too. Yeah. I was like, you have Look, less of an appetite, but you're not increasing great. protein, it's getting for you, your micronutrients. You're losing weight. I love to hear that. I was like, just make sure that you're learning right now how you should be eating and, and you know, all of those things so that when you do get off of this, it's not like a total waste yeah. of your time. Um, and I think she's like pretty aware of all that. So that's Is good. Is she? Has she asked you questions about she that? She has. Yeah. That's why I kind of thought that was, right. you know, she's going the right so direction. But she was like, man, it's just really interesting how much I don't. Yeah. not hungry. So somebody like that needs to be digging more into protein shakes that aren't going to be super, super filling. Mm-hmm. That's going to get so the protein what up happens, there. Vitamins uh, and minerals for sure. Excuse my yawn. What happens, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I just, I, the human body just amazes me because what happens to that urge? Like, your hormones or whatever causes it seems you weird that. For where me, do they as go? someone who's always hungry, to even think about being in a situation where I'm not hungry, like what is yeah. that? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, and, I could always eat. And like, if you have those hormones, are they just not? Does it like? Do they just? They're gone. The, what, yeah, what the, happens the, to your ghrelin and your gre- leptin? Yeah, I, I'm sure they're still there. I don't yeah. think I don't think semaglutide actually lowers ghrelin levels. I'd have to look into that. But whatever receptors are picking it up, combined with the the uh, delayed gastric empty, gastric emptying, um, is going to outweigh whatever your ghrelin level is How at. How crazy! Yeah, just crazy. All right, sorry. No, Keep you're fine. Um, okay, so the next thing in this study that they noticed was that late eating also made people just generally want to eat more. It made them yeah. eat a higher volume of food, and they really wanted to eat starchy foods and meats. Yep. And they just thought that was like <sighs> all. The only thing that they're changing here is that these people are eating later the in the day. See, I, I think and again, this is just off the the cuff. What what's driving that at that point is the same thing. If I'm sitting on the couch chilling, watching TV or whatever, and I've given myself permission to eat. I just sort of want to continue eating. Yeah, I and if, know. if you've told these people, hey, go ahead and you know eat ad libitum, you know, just to however much you feel like eating, and let's see what happens here. But I didn't, right? They did the isocaloric, you know, the same amount oh, of that's calories. That's true. That's true. So, so I, I mean, I kind of this is kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Is I kind of feel this because if I do, I mainly do one main meal. And then I have like another meal, but it's like smaller, mm-hmm. like so. But I do like one main really yeah. big meal. If that meal is the first meal I start my day off with, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need a giant meal later. But if I, I do I a small meal like that, that I'm like, and then I it even when I do a big meal, I still feel like I can't have enough. Like I'll eat a big meal and be like, that should be enough. Why am I still want still something? Wanting I still more. want I don't something. Know, man. It's I so do, interesting, I and I feel like it makes you want to like kind of mess with. It a little bit. Yeah, 100%. You know? I do two similar sized meals with a snack bridge, is what I call that. A snack a bridge. Snack bridge. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, once, once I, I, I start feel like eating. I can't do, I would love to do a giant meal, but I don't have as many calories to play with. So it's like, I yeah, rather, fair. I think, would rather do like, you know, two decently sized meals and, yeah. then, and then a snack bridge. Right? I love that he Six, calls it a snack bridge when his snack bridge pop, is a roughly. pound and a half of yeah, yogurt. Yeah, it's like a big bridge. A, yeah, that bridge. Yeah, have you ever seen that bridge that they built? It's a 10-lane bridge, this <laughs> bad boy that he yeah, has. Remember, my, my snack yogurt, if I do that in the middle of the day, is, is closer to, to 500 calories. My snack yogurt. I'm having about 800 to 1,000 calories my first meal, and then evening time is going to be anywhere between 600 to 1,000, depending on uh, what I'm trying to finish my See, what I'm saying is I flip that 
where, or no, not flip that. I'm sorry. I do that that big. Like I'll take some of that 500 calorie snack because like my, my I'll do a, a snack bridge too, but my snack bridge is like a 200 calorie. It's like more of a bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Mine's like a very sturdy seen, bridge. Have you seen this bridge that China bridge. built? It's like fucking gigantic. It no. goes like it's fucking gigantic. It goes like all the way out in the sea. They're gonna point at it in this video here. It's gigantic. It is so huge. That is Michael's. So it's all the way out into the sea? Is it Dude. a U-shaped bridge? You just come back over that? No, it's connecting China to somewhere. Hold on. It better be somewhere. People are just <laughs> driving off this States. bridge. Yeah. No, Don't take the bridge. Don't take the bridge. <laughs> it is so, I mean, just like this video like blows my mind how crazy it is. The way that they like managed to like make this bridge. I, I, happen. You know, a slight tangent here, but I still am just... The comp- Hong Kong Zuhai Macau? Zu- I think you nailed yeah, the pronunciation. I don't know how you say yeah, any of that. Absolutely. Some places I've never been. Uh, bridge, it's huge. It's fucking crazy. You guys got to look this mm, I'd like to know bit. where it goes to. But yeah. anytime I'm driving through an underwater tunnel or big-ass bridge, like some of those underwater tunnels going into to in New York and Jersey or whatever, yep. those are built in like the 20s or 30s. How the fuck did they have the technology to submerge this shit yeah, what and were they build doing? it in sections and do whatever? Like how? And then pull all the water out of them. Oh, that's how you think they do it? They build it underwater? Is that what you think? No, I think they okay. build it above water and sink sections of it. But they're not building that entire thing. No, they build a dam. And they stop the water from being there, and oh then they build it normal, God. and then they let the water back over top of it. Are you serious? Yeah, 100%. Like Look, those really long-ass bridges in the middle do, of bays and shit? They'll do it in sections. So they'll, they'll dam off a section, oh. build that section, dam off the next section, build that section, and they just keep going. You down. just blew the testicles of my mind. <laughs> my <laughs> the mind testicles. Because that's bridges, oh my too. God. How they do the posts for bridges, yeah. they'll make a, like a circular dam, and it's just like, and then they build it like it's on land. They build it into the ground and then up, and then they let the water back. They oh, my God. Write that down, people. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, so they must have done a wow. lot of that because this bridge has a lot I, of yeah. Like, the, what I went footers. through in my head for how they built these, <laughs> yeah, these have, tunnels and shit. I don't like, want to know <laughs> how it got in. Bunch of snorkeling, had, scuba diving, deep, deep diving equipment, <laughs> underwater welding. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some of that for repairs. They built or sections, some sunk them, and used ratchets and shit to tie them together. <laughs> I don't. They know. They kept floating away. I don't know why <laughs> this keeps happening. <laughs> Oh, that is why I'm not a mechanical engineer or an architect. <laughs> yeah, thank God Mike's not building our bridges. Yeah. Just snack bridges. I'm you a can body build architect. Our snack bridges. Siri, mind your own business. Mind your own business. <laughs> um, so this particular study, and I didn't dive too much into this because I really didn't care because I don't really think it applies to what we're talking it was about. A, but they a also, shallow dive. They found um, it altered pathways Snorkel. of lipid metabolism. Okay. So there's like an adipose tissue gene expression. Okay. Huh? Um, Are you familiar with lipids and adipose tissue? Fats. No. It's all fat. Fat. Your adipose tissue is your fat. Lipids oh. are fats in the bloodstream. Um, oh. So it was saying okay. there's an, adip- an adipose tissue expression that favored increased lipid storage. Cut. And there was a decrease in lip- lipolysis. Lip- lipolysis. Yeah, lipolysis the is breakdown the, the burning of fats and yeah. lipids. Yep. And there's an increase in adipogenesis, which is the accumulation of... Right. Of fat Okay, issue. Michael, I'm going to need you to translate I've what got she this. just said. Okay. So, so <sighs> throughout the day, it's a nonstop process of your body storing fat and releasing fat. So the overall, goal, or overall statement here is, sure, 
the people who ate late at night ended up storing more fat during that time, but it was isocaloric, so the fat loss and fat gain overall is still going to be the same. It doesn't matter whether or not you store more fat in the evening or more fat in the front of the day. If the calories are at a calorie deficit or maintenance, you're not going to be packing on That's fat. That's what this said? That's what she just said? That, that basically just told you that you're going to store more fat at night if you eat late at night, which makes sense because then you're eating food at night. Whereas if you stop eating at 4 p.m., you did most of your fat storage in the front part of the day. You're not really doing it at night. But your body is still releasing and storing fat during that time. I mean, this was over time that they found. How long was the study? Um, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. But basically, they weren't just like looking at night or looking during the day or whatever. But they were trying to say that it seemed like eating at night seemed to cause people to store more fat and break down less fat. That's which, generally which, what they're saying. Which again makes sense. But not in like a degree that was like super significant. You know? It just makes sense. You're going to store more fat. While you have a, a, a bunch of food in your system. Yeah. But you're also going to re- release that fat as well in the body's own time because it comes down to the overall calories that you've taken in. Is there something to the idea of you're storing that fat and then going to sleep? I don't know. No, that because that doesn't yet. just stop your, your fat storing and releasing processes. Your body's still running processes while you're asleep, no, which I'm require sleeping. energy. You know, you're, if my body's not doing anything, I'm sleeping. <laughs> I'm That's how that sleeping. works. Oh, okay. Well, you so just, body just stopped with a load stuff. of science right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping. Yeah, growth hormone production goes up at night. You have energy, the body's healing more at night. Um, no, I'm sleeping. It's still Excuse <laughs> me, I'm just sleeping. So I'm now, not Victor, any of you are things. your brain, <laughs> and your body is your body. It still has processes. Oh, you oh, are okay. your brain. So. <laughs> um, okay, so then there was this other study that. Instead of looking at people eating earlier versus people eating later, everybody ate at the same time, but their calories were shifted one way or another. So there were some people who were eating 45... Oh, so this is what we were talking... What? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. So some, they all ate at... Ooh, I want to know this. 7.45 a.m., which is like ungodly early, yeah. 1 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. And the whole time I was reading the study, I was like, I kind of wish that they had... The meal times are also like later in the day because like who the fuck eats at these meal times? I mean normal people, but not me. Old people. <laughs> Old people. Who eats? I mean ninety five percent of Americans, but I mean who? But who? But anyway, so um, there was half of the guys, half of these people in the study were eating forty five percent of their calories at seven forty five a.m. and thirty five percent at one p.m. and twenty percent at six thirty a.m. and the other half flipped that, so they ate twenty percent at seven forty five. 35% at 1, and 45% at 6. Okay. That's what I was trying to do, yeah. right. and so I like, feel like that was less successful for me. So the, before you what, yeah, give you the results, yeah. so that's what I was trying to do is do the, I mean, their shift, it wasn't 7.45 a.m., it was shift everything two hours. Um, but that's what I was trying to do, and I feel like when I do that, I'm hungrier more than if I do the 45 in the chunk. I'm surprised they didn't the do a group that ate and similar calories through all three meals. Yeah, they didn't. I don't think they did. They just had yeah, one or the other. You would have thought that would be like a control group. Yeah, that would group. be a control group. Yeah. That would have been smart. Um, yeah. that's, that's the problem. Of, again, a, again lot of the, a, lot a lot of these studies, studies are yeah. things that are, that are missing. On so this one studies. didn't really find anything super, super significant, right. except that, same as the other people, they found, um, they, they found the weight loss and their resting metabolic whatever um, were similar. Yeah, okay. But they did find that the evening-loaded subjects felt hungrier, they wanted to eat more, they were thirstier, they had a higher appetite, like they had all the same things. So I was like, man, that's pretty interesting. That is really You know, both of these studies, though they were different, they kind of both had that same thing, where it was like, man, people who were eating more at night 
seem to just be generally hungry. This kind of yeah. goes into that statement, which we had said is kind of BS, but I guess it's not. How breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, apparently, according to that, I know, and like, I hate to say, it, it's, is. it's not that it's like the most important meal of the day, but it seems like it has a significant. I don't know, effect on your... It has significance. It has some More damn sig- significance. It's, it's statistically yeah. significant in scientific terms, but also not that but important. But not really, yeah. So it's like, you <laughs> know, if you are on a diet yeah, and it's working for you, whatever your diet is, your way of eating, if it's working for you and you're achieving your goals, then it doesn't really fucking matter. No, but okay. if you're someone like me or like you or anyone who's like really struggling with like... Why am I so fucking yeah. hungry? Why do I always feel hungry? Why do I always want to eat? Like, maybe this is one of those things that you could actually look at. Absolutely. And, and I think somebody who's struggling on, on any course should try a slightly different fucking course. Yeah. Like, every, it's so individualized, and, and we're all somewhat different, but it's, I think it, it does kind of come down to probably three categories of people. Those who like to have bigger meals in the evening, those who like similar meals throughout, and those who like bigger meals in the, in the, for their first meal of the day, no matter what time that happens to be, try them all, see which suits you best. I feel like also this leads into tremendously why tracking is so important. One because hundo. Yeah, one so actually seeing that data in front of your face is so different. So I just had this conversation with my daughter this morning talking about uh, feelings because... We went for our trip to Pennsylvania, and she's like, yeah, and I missed a whole week of school. I was like, no, no, you didn't. She's like, yeah, I missed a whole week. I was like, no, you, you didn't miss an entire week. And I went through, and I was like, here, let's go through it. These are the days that you missed. You missed Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. Okay, how many days a week do you go to school? She's like, well... And she does that, go Friday, right? And then we went, and she was like, she, we did the math, and I realized, and I showed her, I was like, you missed three days of school. Five days of school is an entire week. So you did not miss an entire week of school. And she's like, oh, well, it felt like a whole week of school. (laughs) And I was like, yes, (laughs) but your feelings. Feel isn't real. Yeah. Well, I didn't (laughs) want to say that. But I'm like, your feelings here, feelings are misleading. And you can absolutely feel like this is what it felt like. Like It probably did feel like a week because we had the weekend in there, too. So it did feel like you missed an entire week. But you only missed three days. This is why... Figuring it out and finding out for sure matters. I was like, so don't let your feelings be, your feelings are not always correct. Yeah. That's why you have to double check. And I feel like this is the same thing here with the tracking because I've done that. I'm like, I feel like I'm eating so much. And then I've looked at the numbers and been like, oh. I know. I've done that a lot lately too. Particularly if I'm like really, if I'm doing well and I'm like eating a lot of protein. I'm like, man, I ate a fuck lot today. And then if I actually put it in, I'm like, eh, actually, I did all right. You yeah. Know? So it like, also sometimes works I surprise the, myself, the but it goes Yeah, 100%. On the, well, 100% I'm like, I didn't eat more anything. More often than not, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. other right. way. Which, I didn't which eat anything. I'm me. so hungry. Oh, 5,000 calories today. I am not going to eat shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, but I've found, because I've, I've started tracking again, too. It just, it really does help you dial in. And, and when you're getting, forcing yourself into the habit of tracking things, the, the feelings that you're need a snack or, or, you know, throughout the day become less and less important because you're looking at it like, oh, shit, no, I, I have eaten enough. Good protein, good carbs, good fat. I took my vitamins and minerals. My body literally has everything it needs right now. I, I don't need to go off the rails. I don't need to go grab a snack right now. Go do something productive. There's plenty of shit I could be doing. How about I just don't sit here and, and that stay is hungry? super hard sometimes. I'm not the, saying it's yeah, not yeah. hard. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy. 
seeing the visual of it does really help clarify you it, in it's where, stacking am i really hungry because i do have enough this, that this is the conversation i usually have not like i'm gonna go do it's like am i really hungry because if i am i'll eat something but if i'm not re- this is like what we said before like if you want to eat chicken right now because you're hungry go for it right but if you're like no i want fruit snacks then you're not really hungry yeah you just want something right it's so and hard for so, me which is again why i've gotten in the habit of, of filling in those gaps with fruit because I, I'll eat fruit all damn day. It's not as big of a calorie dump as as you would expect. And it's better than going for that that fruit snack or, or whatever you're talking I about. I was trying that. I've eaten so much watermelon in the summer because I love watermelon. <laughs> um, but I also have the problem that so I'll eat watermelon. Maybe watermelon's a bad fruit to use because it's so sweet and sugary because then I'm still starving afterwards. I, yeah, like, because it's just also not calorie dense and just... It's like cotton candy for raccoons. It's just going to disappear in your stomach <laughs> real fast. But there's quickly. also a lot of ca- like I'll eat a big old bowl, which fe- which fills me for that moment, and I'm think. But I've noticed it's just not as sustainable. But a big old bowl, like a thirty, like a two pounds of watermelon, is easy for me to eat. Two pounds yeah. of watermelon, like nothing. But that's like four hundred calories. Damn. Is yeah, that, that, that is like it? a pound was a hundred calories. I can't imagine eating two pounds of watermelon. I don't know. So but, re- but regardless, watermelon doesn't have really any fiber in it. So that's if you're eating higher fiber fruits, or yeah, even I mean, a variety of, saying, or the, even the a variety of, fruit of fruits helps too. Or go freeze some grapes. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. chew on that. So whatever takes you oh, time to so in, ingest is going to last longer. And if you have a mix of, of fruits, that hits different receptors. And if you have higher fiber fruits, that's going to also make you feel more full for for longer and watermelon just doesn't have that in it yeah um okay so these people also talked about they talked briefly about skipping breakfast which i think we could probably get into in a different time um just because i don't really know i don't really feel like after reading this like i don't feel like i should tell people to skip breakfast i just i also don't like the statement skipping breakfast because i never skip breakfast i just have it at a different time thing you're not skipping breakfast right like you're just eating later so that's what they talked about really they talked about a feeding window being kind of useful. And they don't mean like taking that to like an extreme. They mean, yeah, basically. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> they that's, mean like that's you a typical eat, intermittent fasting You should scenario. eat, you know, there should be like an eight to 10 hour window in the yeah. day in which that you are consuming your food, you know? And, uh, and I think that that's kind of realistic probably, yeah, right? Like it's not super insane, but if you, that could be something else that you look at changing, right? Like if you're eating your meals and they're outside of a 10 hour window, you know, like you ate your first meal very early and you're eating your last meal super late. Like maybe that's a problem. Maybe you could rein that in a little. And that would be awesome for those of you who have that, that option. Yeah. Uh, well, when I'm getting up and have to start a day sometimes, like there are days that I have to leave the house prior by, by like 9 a.m. And I, so I'm like shoving something in my face then, even though I'm not super hungry. And then I don't get home till after 9 p.m. where I can actually eat something. Yep. Like, sometimes it just doesn't work yeah, for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's sometimes that, yeah, it's just not You haven't hard. been able to eat or get your nutrition in, sure. Then yeah, it doesn't outside mean the window. don't eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're but saying if you have up, that yeah. capability, it might help, you know, help. it might help you feel less hungry or... I, and you can try the, the general intermittent fasting one popularized by Martin Burkan was the, the 16-hour fast, 8-hour feed window. Um, women, I tended to start with a 10 or a 12 hour yeah. window because of just hormone levels taking longer to get to, to the happy place when it comes to that eating window. But if you think about things in, in balance, we talk about balance all the time. So you shouldn't be eating. I, I believe you shouldn't really be eating outside of a 12 hour window consistently. I'm not saying that there aren't going to be the outliers for there. If you just haven't fed yourself enough nutrition, mm-hmm. you need to eat. That's the most important thing. But if you're eating somewhat consistently on a regular basis, 12 hour feeding window, 12 hour, not like now you're in balance. 
and you can seek for either side of that or or stay with twelve if you, if you want. But that's that's balance right there. You're not I've never always thought fed about it that, at that way. point. It's like a window, like that. I mean, that's a different way to think about it. Maybe I'll look at it. I just I think some people respond yeah. better to to hard rules. I and I, I know I do sometimes. Like if I've found if if my most successful intermittent fasting venture was. That was the leanest I ever was. I, I did the 16-hour fast. Yeah, it's weird to think about feed. fasting 16 hours, but it's easier to think about just eating in a smaller window. Correct, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Most of the fast is overnight anyway. Don't say but fasting 16 hours. Yeah. I'm out then. It's, yeah, it makes it, it sound way. bad. Yeah, but if you're sleeping for eight hours, you're literally only fasting for eight, though, in the same note. for eight so. hours? Oh, I, I don't I sleep for eight, eight to ten hours a night. Ugh, <laughs> I barely slept at all <laughs> last night, and I just wish I had eight so hours I, of I sleeping. I found I respond better to hard and fast rules. So eight o'clock would come up, and I'd be like, man, I'm kind of feeling snackish, but I've eaten everything I need to eat for the day. So, nope, it's outside meeting with I it. suck at that. There's no nope for me. I'm yeah. not good at that. <laughs> oh, by the way, it's 300 calories for two pounds. 300 calories. But that's, that's really, still, still a big two jump. pounds. So that's yeah. about right, 150 for a pound. So yeah. basically, I think what we're learning from this is like, with all other variables held equally, there was an itty bitty tiny advantage, possibly to eating earlier than they. But mostly or, mentally. Really, it's mostly yeah. a mental thing. It's slightly hormonal, I guess. You know, but it seems like for some reason it helps people feel less hungry, which I feel like is a big fucking obstacle it's that we all face obstacle. every day. So yeah. here's the other thing with studies that bothers me because is it maybe there was one or two people that were so dramatically it, yeah, helped, it affected like them, the, and that it really didn't the other people, but the average. Yeah. So, because that's the thing, is like, it may be something that's real dramatic for you that's not as dramatic for most for, people. For other people, yeah, yeah totally. Like, I just feel like, as someone who does really struggle with it, like, it could be a very dramatic thing for yeah. me. Some people Try are just it. really dramatic. Some people aren't just dramatic. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't know anything said, about that, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> they said if you are on, your, you know, your diet is good and you're losing weight or you're hitting your goals or whatever, fuck it, eat whenever you want. Yeah, yeah totally. Otherwise, what are you eating? Right. Correct. Like what are the yep. things that you're eating? That's one yes. thing to kind of address. You know, you want to eat something that is going to be satisfying, protein heavy, maybe fiber heavy, those those things. Definitely fiber heavy. Um and what is your eating window? That's something else they talked about. Yep. Before this. They're like, what is your eating window? That's another eating thing that you window. look at. Hmm. Your eating window. Yeah. How consistent that? is your eating schedule? That was another thing, right? right? Like, if you, that, that makes I think difference. it seems to make a difference if you eat like your meal is generally at the you, same you time every day. You hormonally become hungry to eating at the time that you yeah. start feeding yourself. But they said, you know, if all of that, you know, you've addressed all those things and you're still having excessive amounts of hunger or something like that, then maybe try shifting your calories to yeah. earlier in the day, which I certainly am going to try to do. Yeah, I'm I'm sure, Aaron will love because he's always starving we'll in the morning. And <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I mean, I guess it's not even necessarily the amount of calories. Like, I'm going to start with a much bigger protein pop day of, like, like today my plan is that turkey breast that I told you I bought. Thing, yeah. I'm going to cut up uh, probably, like, four ounces of that. Egg whites. You know me and egg whites. Yeah. Egg whites and uh, what else did I grab? There was something else that I was going to throw in that, too. But, and, uh, uh, oh, the tortilla things that I bought. And I'm going to make that, and it's going to be probably about 400 calories, which isn't a big chunk of my calories, but because it's going to be a really heavy protein pop and yeah. a bigger chunk of calories, that really sets me up for the rest oh, 100%. of my day. I, I'm, I'm the same way, and I'm, yeah. I'm shooting for a minimum of 40 grams of protein for, for any given meal, really, but I'll, I'll do 40 to 70 grams of protein for my first meal of the day. Yeah, I think that, to me, that's the marker of, like, the calories matter, obviously, yeah. but the protein that I get in the beginning has to be bigger. Cause I did a protein cake the other day, which nice. also uh, as a, as I made a, one of those bro- last oh, night, I made yeah. a bowl cake, but as breakfast, that's how I started. I made like the, um, 
It wasn't real great. We have this orange cream protein Ugh, powder. Oh, you that was a cake? Hold on. Gross. Yes. <laughs> With chocolate milk. Um, Ew, what are oh you doing? Have you ever had orange chocolate? No. Well, they used to have those chocolate things. Oranges. I remember those. And yeah. they're flavored with they're orange. They're kind of orangey. Orange so that sounds really gross. How was it? Was it was okay. It wasn't good. So I wasn't like, oh, oh this why is why he was delicious. arguing with us. It yeah. looks like we were right about yeah, it. Uh, but they do have it. But that's why I made it. Because I was like, oh, this might be good. Because I know they have those. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that orange cream... To, to be fair, that protein powder has been around for a while. We've had it hanging around because... Yeah, what do you use it for? It's a weird flavor. I Because my thought was <laughs> if I use the orange with vanilla milk... I can uh, see that. Being good. That yeah. sounds better than chocolate. It wasn't so great. It was uh. The orange was so overpowering that I, it was too much. And it was like fake orangey yeah, flavor-y. Yeah. Like, it was too much. So I, don't, I'm, I may just chuck it or just force myself to eat. Just that right out of the stuff. bag with a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just choke it down. Yeah. How bad would that? That would Did be really bad. Didn't you do that? A f- yeah. It's one of my favorite videos. Like... No, it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> 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 um, I do have a culinary concoction for us today, Michael. Crippies culinary concoctions. Boop, boop, boop. Nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> I had to think for just a second. Like, We're doing concoctions or creations. <laughs> um, yes. So. This is basically what I found about myself is that I'm just, I find ways to put chicken into everything and make it feel like you're not eating that much chicken. That's it. That's the the trick to life. Uh, So I made some, what's cool about this is that you freeze them and then you can just heat them up really, really fast. Oh, that's always a win. Yeah. So you know me, I'm lazy, right? So what I did is I got, um, I had a fuck ton of chicken in my fridge. (laughs) <laughs> like a stupid amount of chicken. And you could probably use canned chicken for this. You can use any, whatever, rotisserie chicken. I had a bunch of chicken. So I just shredded up a bunch of chicken. And I used um, enchilada sauce, which isn't like super calorie heavy and you don't mm-hmm. need tons of it. Um, I used plain Greek yogurt. I used probably, to make the whole thing, I made a big ass batch. You can make this at whatever quantity that you want. Um, and I used a um, shredded Mexican cheese blend and taco seasoning because I seasoned up my boring-ass chicken. And I basically just made this big-ass bowl of mush. And you could put rice in there. They have... um, Bonza makes protein rice. If you haven't had it, it's pretty good. They've got, like, Mexican rice. It is pretty good. So you could make that. It's kind of a bitch to cook. Not really. Not really, actually. It's just like making pasta, which is weird because it's rice. Um, (laughs) But you could put that in there. You could put beans in there. You could put vegetables in there. I just happened to have a shit ton of chicken, so mine was just chicken, enchilada sauce, plain Greek yogurt, um, and cheese. Nice. I find, though, too, like, so you're saying, like, uh, that's what you did. It was simple. I find I like doing that as, quote, unquote, the meal preppy things, because then as you have, they're like, oh, I have this to work with. Yeah. Now I can add, if you have too much stuff I've been in on a it, mission to get through my freezer. It. Remember when we talked about yeah, our oh, freezers yeah, yeah, were yeah, full yeah, of yeah, shit? Yeah. So I had, like, a bunch of, remember when I was getting those meals delivered? Yep. Yeah. Like, the Fit, fit Pros, I don't remember what the fuck they were yeah. called. So macro I had a bunch of, or yeah, something. one of those. Yeah. No, Macro Factor is a fucking app, bro. Oh, the Stronger right. by Science app. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Factor. Factor, Factor. meals. Yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> so I had a bunch of like shredded chicken and like so I was like thawing. I was trying to get rid of shit. Yeah, so, yeah, and, yeah. and I had Greek yogurt and I had this canned enchilada sauce that's been in my fucking pantry forever. <laughs> so I was like trying to use the things that I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made a big, bowl of, a big bowl of chicken, cheese, enchilada mush. Very high protein. And then I had um, 
so I like the what is the brand of tortillas? Like the, the, the Mission Carb Balance. The you know, Carb yeah. Balance ones. Yeah, yeah those, those are, are pretty good. I wish they made really them good. bigger. They have the Olay Extreme. I think those are decent size. Oh, good. Maybe I'll look yeah. for those. 50 anyway, calories, if you 11, can find the bigger fiber. ones, yeah, the bigger would be better. The I had the kind wellness. of. Kind of small. Yeah. They weren't super small, but they're not super big. Anyway, so I just stuffed those full of my mush that I made, and you roll them up, and then you just put them in a, in a yeah. gallon bag, and you freeze them. And then you can just grab one and microwave it if you want. I like to microwave it and then, like, pan fry it or air fry it so it's crippy. Nice. Like a little crippy. Nice. You know? Yeah. Um, and they are... Where the nickname comes from? Each one is 275 calories and 34 grams of protein. Beautiful. And it's like, it's just not complicated. You pre-do it, and then it's like, grab and go. It's easy. I do like that, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of been helping to eat better. Yo, here's a little twist on that. Yeah, hit me. If you put them all in, uh, if I mean, it depends on how you're doing it. If you're freezing them, that's cool. But if you're making like a meal for like the fam or mm-hmm. for whatever, throw them all in a pan and take some of that, mm-hmm. leave some of that sauce, mm-hmm. throw that sauce on top of it. And sprinkle a little cheese and throw that in the oven I for a little that. bit and bake that down. Those enchiladas are gonna be fire. Okay. Yeah, right, so that's okay. another exactly. That do whatever you want. Delicious. You even could freeze them, take them out, thaw them, and then do that if you want. Yeah, there's you know? so many different ways. Yeah, that's true. But what, what I like about it is like, dude, screw <laughs> it. You can change your chicken for ground beef, for ground turkey. Like you can do whatever you want inside the very easy to reheat tortilla situation. Yep. Yeah, totally. And the tortillas, there's so many good options for tortillas now. Dude, um, yeah. These are what are these tortillas? They are. 70 calories? Yeah, I think they're about 70 or with something 5 like grams that. of protein. I have a pack so the, of them the o- in the... The Olay Extreme kitchen. Wellness are 50 calories. 11 yeah. fiber, 10 protein, I think. Like, they're, the macros Pretty on those are fantastic. Good. Yeah, yeah. So look for the good tortillas. Yeah. yeah. You can't find them everywhere. They're not all the, built the same. The Extreme Wellness ones that you have... Uh, that you're talking about, they're they're more like a. Wrap. Those are like a fibery wrap, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're those. like a wrap, like which is for me works out great. I love them, mm-hmm. but when I want them for like uh, like a real tortilla thing, they yeah, don't hit the. Bill. They don't hit the flour. But those carb balance, do, interesting. Those mm-hmm. carb, carb balance, balance flour, they taste like flour tortillas. Yes, they taste I have like them with tortillas. my breakfast a lot. They really yes, satisfy. They're my... awesome, and they work just like a tortilla. They work. They, those those have been the best flowery tortillas. Flowery tortillas, yeah, I agree. I know the ones you're talking about. They're like in a maroon bag, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are good, but they don't have the tortilla yes. something about them. There's not. They're not as fluffy. Yeah, they're a little thinner. Yeah, they're thinner. Yeah, but I love them. Yeah, I yeah. absolutely love. Them. I use them for breakfast. You can make a big ass one of those motherfuckers with you know because those are pretty big. Yeah, and yeah. I use those. With the, what has what I've done with those car balance ones because my kids absolutely love. They're on grilled stuffed burritos. Right now, so basically it's the same, same thing. thing you did, yeah, yep. But I would take I I take a uh, I was I've said this before uh, uh, pork butt mm-hmm. and throw it in the crock pot, season the crap out of it, throw it in the crock pot, and just let it cook for twelve hours. Let the center core temp hit two hundred, and then sh- it just falls apart. Mm. And I'll take some of that, throw it into uh to, or to one of those car balanced tortillas with uh cheese like a soft like a. The Mexican version of cheese, it's a farmer's cheese if you get, like, the American version, but it's um, queso fresco. Mm-hmm. Is And I'll put a chunk of queso fresco, like an ounce of that in there, because that's actually not bad calorie protein-wise. It's actually pretty good. Oh, okay. I'll put that cheese in there with that, roll those up, mm. and then throw them on the grill and grill each side until... That uh, sounds uh, really good. Yeah. Yo, my kids cannot eat them enough. Like and they're pretty Just good. Shredded, delicious, fall right around the time of the day to be cheese? really hungry. This is, this pork is working and cheese for me. in those good. carb balanced tortillas. I think depending on how much pork you put into it, it's like two hundred calories. Oh, I'll pork the crap out of two those. Two to two hundred. I don't put it for the kids. It's about how much. It's like two hundred calories, two two fifty per thing, mm-hmm. and it's probably like the, the tortilla itself is like uh, the. 
it's like 20, 25 grams of protein. For my kids, that's awesome. That's great. great. Yeah. yeah. And so for me, I just upped the, uh, the, the, the pulled pork, the Boston butts, they're a little higher in fat yeah. content, so the, they're a little more calorically that's dense. That's why they're so good. That's, but that's why it's <laughs> so delicious. And if you want to add a twist, my kids hate it, but they don't, they don't do it. You can do the plain Greek yogurt as sour cream oh, and put sour cream that. inside of them or on them, either which way, and add some. Because I, I've made those same grilled stuff burrito things for me, and I'll put uh, sour cream, the the plain greek yogurt on them and uh salsa on them nice and they're just fine yeah the plain greek yogurt really scratches my sour cream itch yo and, you and especially if you're especially if you're mixing like that's why i put it in this thing that i made because i was like man this is gonna be like i'm putting a ton of sour cream in here yeah and i'm not we've done great. the the ranch we take the plain greek with that the, the dry oh, the ranch, ranch. Yeah, seasoning. Yeah. The ranch yeah. seasoning in it and you make high protein ranch oh that's a and great it idea works so good we've done that a bunch of times it Damn, works i need to so do that good. for yeah. wings too. i also it's football too season well need to do that yeah. it's football season it works if you're a ranch person i'm a blue cheese person oh but i'm a blue ranch cheese guy. Is super high so but if you're a ranch with wings boom all right all right make that ranch wow. and you, you can dip freely my man yeah that. that's a great idea because i yeah. i was eating a pizza the other day and i like to dip my pizza in ranch oh okay. there you go right. and i can have a light calorie ranch it's not bad actually no hate on it's like the yeah, yeah. Bolt House Farms or something like that. That's I'll, pretty good. It's 50 calories for two tables, but it doesn't have protein in it. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy with some protein. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, Chrissy. Yes, sir. That was an awesome episode. That was an was awesome it riveting? episode. It was I was so riveted. I, like a professional riveter. So just a, a little housekeeping for you guys. We're going to try to be uh, a little bit more on topics from now on because we tend to tangent a lot. So We're we still have, tangented a lot. We're absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what we, we do. We brought the tangents back fairly quickly. But... We're going to have something that we uh, we kind of look a little more into. We're going to try and get a little deeper on some topics for you guys because we want to get a little deeper on topics for us as well, find out some things. And so uh, Chrissy hit us with our first deeper dive. Deep dive. Oh, Ish. I like that. Deepish deep, dive. Deep, right. deeper. Deepish dive. Deepish dive. Yeah. Deepish? Deep-ish kind of a dive. shallow dive. Deeply-ish. Like a snorkel. You know? okay. Absolutely. Yeah, like snorkel. We're yeah. snorkeling. So uh, we love you guys. Again, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys spending some time with us on a beautiful day. Whatever day you're listening, I was going to say what day it is today, but that may not be the day that you're listening. So uh, true, yeah. whatever day you're listening, we appreciate you. Love yeah. you. Hit us up on socials. Go find our group, and you can ask for topics for us to discuss. We will be glad to uh, discuss some of them Unless for you guys. Unless it's a stupid topic you you've come up with, and we're not going to discuss that. But. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But there are no stupid topics. <laughs> there are just... Never mind. Just, I think I, I can metaphysically hear them hearing us. <laughs> With your metaphysical ears? Yeah, maybe. Is that how that works? I think so. Metaphysically <laughs> hearing things. You know, I could be going psychotic. I <laughs> it's probably Until next food. week. Okay. We love you. Eat breakfast, Mike. <laughs>